Hello, and we're back, and it's been a while, and here we are, but it's okay now because we're here. It's Junior Funners, everybody. It's the Junior Funners, and we're back. We're back with more Junior Funners content for you. Sorry we've been away, but uh, we're back now. It's, uh, as always, it's me. It's me, it's Ollie, Ollie Munster, and uh, and that there is Lawrence. Hi. What's up? What's up? Fun Nation. Yo. We're back in the fun shack. Uh, it's been a while, and uh, yeah, we're we're here. It's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a nip in the air. It's chilly now. Um, we've got uh, we got a little heater in here, and uh, it's uh, kicking out of school time. So you might hear some screaming children in the background. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been a while. There's been stuff going on, and we got a lot to catch up on uh, in terms of uh, football and that. And in terms of everything else, I guess. But uh, if you haven't listened before, this is the podcast, the only podcast, uh, where we talk about uh, Arsenal. Uh, it's the only podcast where we specifically talk about Arsenal. It's also the, the only podcast about Arsenal, the football club, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, only only game in town. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to talk about some Arsenal news. Okay, so it's it's a pretty grim time to be an Arsenal fan. Not the first time we've uh, we've said that, but yeah. Um, yeah so it, it's yeah, we're doing all the. I suppose we're doing all right in the Europa League. Yeah, managing can't get, complain about that. Getting results no. there, uh, but everything else is a bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we. Currently, currently sixth in the league, uh, equal on points with Sheffield United, but behind them on goal difference, which is uh, pretty embarrassing. And uh, I think we are. Let's have a look. We are without a win. Well, since in um, four games, yeah, in the league um, since Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be since we last uh, recorded. In fact, wasn't it? That was yeah. the last episode we did. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty bad at the moment. Um, most recent match before the because we're just coming out of the international break, um, which we'll, we'll talk about separately in a minute. Um, yeah, last match before the international break was uh, against Leicester. We we're playing away at Leicester, and I don't know about you, man, but I even before the match, I didn't think we'd be getting anything no. from it. I, they it, Leicester have just been playing too well. Uh, they're just too well organised, and I think the most depressing thing about it is that like Leicester's goals, we we ended up losing two nil, and the two goals that Leicester scored were the types of goals that Arsenal used to be famous for scoring. Like they were they were really good, really great, kind of in their build up. Like the passing to set up the move was was really great, and then the finishing on each of the goals was just it was really well taken. Um, and it was yeah, it's just kind of a bummer that we couldn't couldn't come up with anything in reply to that mm. but again like I said not really surprising given how poor we've been recently and how good Leicester have been yeah I said this in uh in our uh the fantasy football chat that we have um the Bona League chat yeah the Bona League chat and um 
the bone shout out to the boner boys shout out to our boner boys and and uh i said we're going we're going to be a team that's really good in europa league really crap in the premier league this year and uh yeah i'm i'm dare i say i'm going to say it now that i'm kind of like had enough of uh, Unai Emery mm. and kind of like, eh, I think he's not. If we're not, if we're not going to make top four, it seems like we're not going to make top four. Yeah. So if we get knocked out of the Europa League, then he's basically finished, I think. I think yeah. that's the only thing that's keeping him at his job. There there was an article, uh, I think it was by Phil McNulty on the BBC Sport website, um, kind of looking over the, the, the stats and the fact that, yeah, there is, there, like... There's very little difference between Emery's first uh, first year, or uh, well, I suppose it's just been over a year in the job, and uh, Wenger's final year mm. um, in terms of in terms of results and points and things like that. Um, yeah, we really don't seem to be much better off. There was, and it's a shame because there's there's started out with being this sort of this promise, this potential. Um, mm that there was going to be this this different way of playing and that he was going to be more flexible. Um, he wanted to be much more sort of a, a high press, end-to-end kind of box-to-box. Yeah. And, um, uh, and sort of crucially, like, willing to adapt his tactics depending on who they were playing, which is something Wenger never really did. Um, you know, changing to, like, you know, between, like, a back three mm, and a back four, yeah. playing more kind of defensive-minded midfielders in certain matches rather than attacking. And it's sort of... He's now gone to, like, three defensive midfielders. Yeah, it's like he can't seem to choose between Xhaka, Torreira, and Guendouzi. So it's just kind of, like... It's like he just rolls a dice before mm. every match or something. It's like um, Ozil's like, uh, what about me? What, yeah. Who said that? Who said what? Yeah. We need... Like, I know we've been sort of very negative of Ozil, but... To be fair, I kind of think we need someone who's like a proper number ten playmaker. Sometimes I think yeah, I mean, it, it's he can't because I remember the um, last year, the exact same time last year we played Leicester, and Özil was really good in that game. Yeah, and he had a really good match uh, it, the, it, when we played in the Carabao Cup. Then we played against uh, Liverpool yeah. recently. Um, still ended up Just, losing, but yeah. He looked, but it, yeah, I think it, it's I, yeah, it's like it, it's you know, like you said, we've been very negative about him, and with very good reason. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of reached a point where it's like, well, surely he can't be any worse yeah. than what we've got at the moment. Like it's like you said, we do, we need a player that is like him when he's good, because the ones we got at the moment <laughs> aren't. Mm. So it's like, uh, yeah. It, it it can't be it, it it can't be any worse than what's going on already. So just, I don't know. Just, just like a just play a front three of Pepe, Lacazette, Bamyang, and then have Özil as number ten and yeah. two, two sitting midfielders. I don't know. And then you yeah, got, Torreira and Guendouzi. Yeah, and then yeah, just go nuts. I mean, what what have you got to lose at this point? Yeah, just, just go nuts. I mean, because that's the the other sort of major thing is that Xhaka has been stripped to the captaincy. Yeah. Um, after having his little paddy when he got subbed off against uh, against Palace. And I, I personally think, well, kind of good, actually. Cause... I, it's nuts that he was given the captaincy to begin yeah. with, really. Like, I, it, it, after... And we've sort, of talk, we've sort of talked about it before, but, like, the length of time he's been at the club 
and the amount of chances he's been given. And I feel like fans have been very, very patient with him. Hmm. Um, for him to still be this unreliable and inconsistent and ill-disciplined is just like, it just kind of proves that it's, he's never, he's just never going to get any better. Like if, you know, if he wasn't reaching, if he wasn't sort of reaching like the, you know, the, the potential that he had under Wenger and all the faith that Emery, because Emery seemed straight away, like when Emery came in, it seemed like he, Xhaka was very, very central to his plans. Whatever, like, you know, whatever kind of the skeleton of the team was that Emery was, was trying to put together. Jacko was clearly a very key part of that. Um, but yeah, if he's if he's just kind of coasting on that goodwill and not repaying any of that faith, it's just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. just, we, you can't keep, like, keeping your fingers crossed every single week that he's not going to fuck it up. Like, you know, he's not going to give away a fucking penalty or a free kick that costs us the game or costs, you know, means we end up drawing instead of winning. Or he's, you know, or he, you know, he's going to make some sort of like insane defensive error that leads to a goal. Like it's just every week, hmm. and yeah. So, like any other club, a player like that who causes kind of a rift within the within the team, they would be just ostracised. Hmm. It happens all the time. Like, um, I'm, yeah, even at Chelsea with Diego Costa, um, uh, Conte had the had the balls to uh, yeah. drop him because he was being a bit of a being a dick and yeah, like yeah you think about like like Balotelli as well yeah. like it's you know for, again for all the all the promise that he showed no manager has really kind of properly put their faith in no one's no one's trusting him to carry the team are they like yeah. it's very much like okay we'll give you a chance if and then a bunch of caveats like it, it's yeah and i think it's i think unfortunately it's just he's just run out of time at arsenal um, Jacker, like it's, you know, they're even like they've even said like I think Emery's even said he's not even sure if he'll play again. Like it's like you know yeah. he's already taken the captaincy of him, but it's like it, it, we're talking about whether he's even going to play for the club. Like it's damn. like rumors of like going to like AC Milan. So it's like well, it makes sense if because uh, our former technical director Gazidis is oh, now yeah. he's now at AC Milan, so yeah. he can't take all the dead weight. Yeah, just send it to Milan. All the crap players that Gazidis brought in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, those will probably be off there pretty soon as well. But yeah, it's, yeah. And it, yeah, we should never have got rid of Aaron Ramsey. Like, no, <laughs> we just shouldn't like, have got rid of him. Like, like I know me and uh, shout out to James Foster. We had a kind of a a, a debate. It's some beef. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I try. I like to spar every now and then when it comes to Arsenal. When I mean, you come at the King Wenger. You know, you best <laughs> you not bet, better not miss. Better not miss. And uh, I kind of like somewhat agree that, like, yeah, uh, in in this way, I I still kind of miss Wilcott and Wilshire. Like, if we, and if we still kept them, like Wilshire could still get a place in this team. I, I don't know, man. Sense. If I know I d- due to his fitness and I, all these things and injury, but someone like Jack Wilshire or Theo could have been useful. But I, I there's part, yeah. I, those specifically, I, I think uh, Oxley Chamberlain, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I think he could have. I, I think Theo Walcott. Excuse me. Um, I mean, he's not even like first choice at Everton. Like he's like you know he's yeah. and you know how much they're kind of like up and down because there was um um but yeah he's he's I I think Theo's that one moment is definitely passed yeah but I, I kind of thought more in a sort of like 
if you wanted a rotation, your rate rate like what Guardiola's doing at City, where you have like yeah. rotation squad, he would have been good to sort of fill in for Pepe, but uh, clearly that's not a popular opinion. No, it, uh, yeah, I, th- I think. And um, but I'm what not, I mean is like I'm not co Like I said, on 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 Walcott and Wilshire specifically, I won't co-sign. I think um, I think yeah, uh, Oxlade Chamberlain. If we could have hung on to him, because he was sort of he. It, it, it's a shame because he at the time that he left he was kind of just finding his place in the team yeah. again like he was sort of like doing pretty well mm. um, but yeah obviously he wanted more game time I mean, than whatever Wenger was going to offer and it's um, well, players like Giroud as well and Cazorla like all these players I don't think we should have let um, Monreal go why did we let Monreal go and I think yeah it's all that we uh did we let Monreal go? Yeah, this season. We, in, uh, you went to Sociedad. Okay. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it's, it's, odd, it's odd that, yeah, we've let other players go and kept, uh, you know, Because it's weird Mustafi how... And, yeah, it's weird how, like, Cazorla's now been... He got picked for the Spanish team and he's doing all right for uh, Villarreal. Yeah. It's weird how he's found forming and it's like, why did we let these players go? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, yeah. I suppose it's I suppose it's uh, hindsight, but part of me is kind of like, oh, would have been nice to maybe have, just as an option to have like Oxley Chamberlain or yeah, I know or even it was it it was sad when Giroud went. I, yeah. he was a great servant of the club, and he was always um, he yeah he sort of kind of the opposite of of Xhaka. He was much more dependable. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like he's not getting any time at Chelsea, but he still gets picked for France, and he scored a penalty yeah. against Al- Albania the other day. Mm. I mean, it was only Albania, but, you know, he still gets picked, and he would have been nice still, but... Shots oh. fired at Albania. Oh, Damn. no. Come get, yeah. us. Come get us, Albanian listeners. Oh, this, this is what always happens when your team's not doing very well. You start... Reminiscing about the oh, 2015 weren't so bad after, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all those players um, we could have kept them, they still would have had a good team. <laughs> I think, I mean, we mentioned him before, but yeah, Serge Gnabry. I always thought that was weird that we let him oh, go because yeah. he always he oh, did look very promising. Another one, and then it's you know, turns out that he was very promising and he's doing very well. It's funny at Bayern Munich, uh, they sacked their manager after um, thrashing Tottenham 7 2, yeah, and then they go on a bad form in. The Bundesliga, mm. losing 5-1 to... Uh, and then uh, Wenger was linked with that job, yeah. wasn't he? He was in talks, and then... Um, he's now working in FIFA in youth development. He's, yeah, he's yeah, part of like, the FIFA development team, so he's probably... Which we, we cannot allow, because he will destroy... <laughs> <laughs> he will destroy their careers. Going to stop all these young players getting fit. It, yeah. But, I, I, yeah, it, I mean, you know, he'll make, he'll make a lot of money in that role. Um, Mostly from bribes, yeah. but yeah, whatever, it, you know, good yeah. for him. As long as it's not like Mourinho doing it. Or yeah, yeah. You've got someone like Renga, but Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's 70 now, so it's like, you know, mm. he'll do that for a few years and then retire. So let's do the uh, cliche thing of like, oh, who do you want as manager? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm not quite on the Emery out train yet but i'm not really arguing with anyone that is um mm. you know i like one more so we're playing as we record this um 
we're playing Southampton this weekend. I mean, if we don't, because I mean, Southampton are I, I, pretty. Are there, I mean, is there a worse team in the league yeah. at the moment? I, uh, Norwich, maybe. I don't, but at least Norwich. I don't know. <laughs> I, Watford. Yeah. Well, we drew two two with Ben. Didn't yeah, we? but I mean, so, if we don't get something out of that game, <clears throat> I mean, and by something I mean yeah. a win, um, then yeah, I'm gonna be. I, I'm. I, I think I'm pretty much camp uh, Emery out. But like I said, I'm not at the moment. I'm not kind of fighting his corner in the way that I was for Wenger when people started the yeah. whole Wenger out. It's movement. completely different. Cause- um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean that that is that's the inevitable conversation. I mean, I see um, a lot of people on the BBC Sport website um, insisting that Mourinho would be a good choice. No, yeah, I've seen a lot of that in all these Arsenal fan accounts that I follow, and just to see what they talk about. And like, yeah. they're all like, "Oh yeah, Mar-, like they post little pictures of when um, Jose Mourinho and Özil were at Madrid together." And I'm like, "Stop it! Yeah, I don't want Mourinho managing my team." Yeah, it's like. I don't know. Yeah, has nobody learned their lesson. Like he's been bad for hmm. a while now. Like everyone's moved on. Everyone's wise to his shit, and he just, I yeah, he just he's fucking miserable. Like I don't, I, yeah, I, just, I don't want him. I don't want him at Arsenal. It's like when he's on Sky Sports, and he's like, people in the on YouTube comments are like, "Wow, he speaks so much sense." It's like, well, it's not difficult when you're sitting next to. Jamie Carragher and Graham Souness to look yeah. slightly smarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. People that have been retired from the game much longer than he has. Like, it's, I, oh, yeah. He seems a lot more in touch with the modern game. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. He was, he's only just been sacked by United. Like, it, it's, yeah. I was hoping he would be sitting in the crowd at a Bayern Munich game. Yeah. Trying, trying to get a job there or something. But yeah. I don't know who they got now as a sort of interim coach. But, yeah, I don't think they'd want him either. No. I, like I said, I think too many people have sort of, they've seen the pattern, like, you know, there's a reason he never lasts more than three seasons anywhere. Mm. Um, and it's it's not even like he wins trophies or, like it's, you know, it's not even like he can put together a title-winning team anymore within those three seasons. So, yeah, I, fewer and fewer clubs are going to be kind of taking risks on him, I think. Um, but yeah, in terms of people that we do want, um, I mean, yeah. I I think we could do worse than Rafael Benitez. Yeah, someone like him could come in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's you know, it's not like he's unproven at that level. Like he's won, he's won proper trophies and that. Hmm. Um, and he's yeah, he's sort of known for getting teams organised. We'd uh, you know, at the very least, we'd start defending better. Hmm. You, you you would have to assume. Um. Other ones, I don't know. I mean, I've always thought like the way Didier Deschamps has France um, playing is sort of similar to the the Arsenal philosophy. I've thought he might be, you know, he could potentially be a good match. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, rumours of Jose Enrique, who mm. was former Barcelona and Spain manager. He plays more in that Vengable style. Yeah. He would have been good, but uh, he's another one I think doesn't really quite last long at clubs. He's and yeah, he seems a bit uh, prickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah, seems to sort of fall out with players and whatnot. Um, 
Carlo Ancelotti was another one. When mm. Wenger first left, when we were, there was sort of talk of Ancelotti, and he seemed up for it as well. He was sort of like, you know, he was very positive about Arsenal and said that he likes London, obviously, where he managed at Chelsea before. Um, I think, yeah, again, you know, that would be. I mean, if, I feel like there's no way. Would you take There's no like, way he would come, but any uh, now, like maybe when Wenger first left, but like now, there's no way. But yeah, he would have been great. Would you take like someone like having like Jungberg as sort of inter or Arteta? I feel like that so rarely works. Like it that like that sort of thing is just, like it so rarely works out. I mean, like just I mean, you look at fucking Man United at the moment, hmm. like you know with with Solskjaer. It's that whole thing of having you know an ex legendary ex player. Um, yeah, I, I I would be very trepidatious about mm. about something like that, or you know, or Henri. Um, he's gone. To he's just gone Montreal, to America, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's well in the yeah, Canada, MLS, yeah. yeah, Canada. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's another one that people keep mentioning is is Henri like that's Mate, gonna he didn't do for so, for so well at Monaco really no I mean yeah his record as a manager so far is is pretty bad um just being assistant coach at Belgium I mean it's not really yeah it wasn't really you. under Roberto Martinez oh. um it yeah it's yeah I, I, he again it's not like he'd be getting the job on merit it would be purely mm. because he's because he's such he's so associated with the club and he's you know such a club legend which I think like I said is always a risky move yeah t- Tony Pulis I think yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I think get some, I think it's about time get some six foot five defenders Peter Crouch come out of retirement and yeah yeah Rory Delap finally bring in Johnny Evans yeah it's funny how like all those Leicester players we were rumoured to be signing Johnny Evans Soyuncu uh, Vardy. Vardy. I mean, we were we actually we did actually offer like whatever it was, it was like sixteen million or something for Vardy. Yeah. Which <laughs> back then in twenty sixteen was probably a lot. Um, Wilfred and yeah, Indeedy. Yeah. Uh, just I think the majority of that Leicester team we were rumored to to be in for, and uh, yeah, enough balls up. And even Brendan Rodgers was rumored. Like yeah. I, I dismissed it at the time because I thought our oh, Brendan Rodgers he was only good at Liverpool because he had Suarez and. Sturridge yeah. and Sterling, but actually, no, he's a, he's, he's a pretty decent manager, actually. He is a good manager, yeah. Shorter than you think. I, I, I'm yeah. su- every time I see him stood on the touchline next to other people, I'm always surprised by how, because in my head, I've always just thought of him as kind of a, like a big man. But uh, yeah, he's like a little, it's like a little uh, little Tom Cruise type uh, shorty, shorty, short, yeah. shrimp, shrimpy man. Um, what I'm saying is I could easily beat up Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Um, not true. Uh, Bre- no, Brendan Rodgers could probably look- kick the shit out of anyone. He does kind of like he needs a chapstick. Yeah, his lips are always fucking like on the point of just bleeding. <laughs> like it's yeah, I don't know why he just does. It. I mean, I, ever since I was seventeen, I've always carried around Vaseline with me because there was one day when I went to London and I didn't I, like my lips just dried out instantly because mm. it was like around, actually around this time of year. Um, and by the end of it, it was like just the whole like bottom of my face was just red, like red raw. Mm. Um, and it's just like, yeah, why isn't he like, there's no one suggested just carrying around like a chapstick or a little pot of Vaseline or something with him. Probably thinks it's like good luck charm or something. Yeah. Having his <laughs> grotesquely chapped mouth, it's a mouth that looks like an anus. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, well, yeah. What are there any other sort of decent candidates for like to replace Emery? Well, there's just the usual like. I mean, yeah. There's Vieira, of, who's mm, been doing okay at. Yeah. I think Nice. I think he's at, but I don't nice. Know. Nice. He's been doing a. Okay, I think last time I checked, I mean, might they could be bottom of the league for all I know. Great, done. Drop myself in it again, but uh, yeah, just any ex player who happens to be in coaching, yeah, or managing. I don't know. Um, but I, if it's still like May and we've still got Emery, I'll be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, unless unless there's a drastic improvement. Oh, the Nisa thirteenth. Oh, great. Oh, cool. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like we can really sniff at that being yeah. sixth, but hmm. still, it could be worse. But mm. but well, I think unfortunately, if we don't start picking things up, it could be like Man United, who for some reason weirdly have picked up form, but not so long ago they were down in bottom half. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh Hopefully. But Tottenham aren't doing so well, so it could be worse. Yeah, it's a, it's annoying. But it's like what's the point of like Tottenham doing badly if we are also doing yeah. badly? <laughs> like you can't you can't properly enjoy it if you're mm. also doing crap. Like it, uh. and Chelsea are running away with it. Frank Lampard is doing wonders. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good for him. I mean, yeah. I I think we we said before the start of the season, you know, we'd be surprised if, uh, you know, if he if he managed to 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 do anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, he's <clears throat> despite the transfer ban, he has put his faith in all the you know the young players, and at the moment, it's definitely paying off. So yeah, good for him. Good for yeah. Chelsea. And mm, we we love Chelsea. It's such a great club. Yeah, yeah, great club. Great, great, great club with a great, great guys. With a great history. Yeah. Great guys. Great history of famously good guys playing and managing them. Yep. Mm. Yep. You got your just a real lovable cast of characters again of like, you know, former players. You got your you got your John Terry's, you got your Dennis Wise's Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. Again, just real stand up guys. Just real real nice fellas. I like, I like um what's his name? I've forgotten his name now. Joe What's his name? Is his name Joe Cole? Joe Cole, is it? I've forgotten his surname. Did he <laughs> mind blank on his surname? He's always got that fake kind of Cockney. What was saying was white. What was saying? Oh yeah, yeah. What was saying was doom was white. Because he same. started, he started being a pundit now, isn't he? He's sort so of on BT. Up on I mean, the, it's not like yeah. big time. What was saying mm. was what about Arsenal? What what I was saying was. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and you know we mentioned Diego Costa again, just a lovely guy. Um, Definitely, like, definitely wouldn't be caught dead uh, diving or spitting or. I like how um abusing other players. It, yeah, I saw um in, when Atletico Madrid played um Leverkusen, mm. and uh, one of the Leverkusen centre backs sort of tripped and slid, and Diego Costa tries his very best to try and try and leap, try and leap. It put his foot out, so it looks like he's being tripped up and oh he dives. Oh, God. That is pathetic. <laughs> God, what a wanker. Um, yeah, 
So at least Frank Lampard is sort of helping to rehabilitate Chelsea's image mm. in that way, I guess. Because, yeah, there was a lot. And obviously, you know, Mourinho himself, the king prick. Um, you know, yeah. So, yeah. It's nice to have some nice people at Chelsea for a change. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, then you also got Leicester, who were sort of well up there. Um, I mean, obviously, top two are going to be the, the top two, I think, when it comes to the... Well, I think end of the season. I mean, that's not. Guardiola could very well slip down into third or fourth. I mean, the way Man City. I, I don't think they will. I, I, the squad's too good. I, like, it's just it. You know, they had this last season, didn't they? I mean, you know, they they had a sort of a dip in quality, and then they ended up sort of getting right back into it. Um, I think you know Liverpool, arguably, they're going to definitely look better, win. yeah, than they did last season. Um. But yeah, no, I, I think you know, I think um, not you know, City rather are, uh, yeah, I think they're, they're pretty much nailed on for second. Think, but yeah, those are gonna, the two spots in the top four. I think we're going to have to do some like uh, fantasy picks, you know, like, mm. who's who's who going to pick in our fantasy team, and we'll just like name players who aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the real fantasy football league that we do. We're uh, I I've. Because I got sick, got very, very sick like three weeks ago, and I completely just mm. lost interest. Like, I forgot <laughs> forgot to do my team. So it's been the same for like three weeks. I've still got Pookie, who hasn't scored <laughs> for how long now? Two yeah. months. Two, and um, yeah, i still got Zinchenko, who's injured or whatever. Is yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's out for a while. So yeah, there's lots of players that I need to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, I, I finally lost patience with Pookie. Um, I thought if I held on to him longer than everyone else, he might start getting good again, and that did, uh, that didn't pay off. Um, so I, yeah, um, yeah. Tammy Abraham is where it's at now. That's the yeah, that's okay. the one. That's like I got him before he was too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the. It's my saving grace is yeah, Tammy everyone's, Abraham. Everyone's like you know captaining Aguero or Mane or whatever, but really, okay. if you if you captain Abraham, that's. That's uh, a, a sort of good little sneaky source of some extra points. It's the thing. I think I'm not going to have any Man City players because Guardiola keeps swapping them around. Just yeah, it, it's uh, the only. I think the only one I've got at the moment is um, Bernardo Silva because he was like the only one that didn't get rotated. All of I think he he played like 36 out of the 38 match. Like you know, hmm. not just played but started like 36 out of the 38 matches that they had last season. He seems to be the only one that Guardiola doesn't rotate out if he can avoid it. Um, but he's banned now. He's yeah, I was going to say he's banned for uh, posting. What would you think? Posting when he questionable <laughs> content. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's always weird when that happens, and then like the defense is always like, ah, yeah, but it's not racist because in my country it's not racist, and it's just like, yeah, but you've been here long enough to know that that's you know not cool. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it's the same with like the like. Obviously, it's it's not quite the same. Uh, it's a much less extreme. It's the same sort of thing as the Suarez uh, oh, calling yeah. Patrice Evra the N word. Like you Neil know, wore Neil wore shirts like I stand with Suarez. Yeah, even the, Suarez was wearing a shirt. Yeah, it's like you call, you're course going to stare with yourself. Wanker. Yeah, but it, um, yeah. Did you see Carragher apologised yeah. to Evra for that? Didn't he? Um, <laughs> 
Because it's yeah, because it. I mean, it is. It's like you know, it's not like because it's not even like oh, it was a different era. Like it's like 2015. Like yeah. it's like it's like yeah, we definitely all knew about racism. And again, it's like the defense at the time was like, oh yeah, but where Suarez is from, it's mm. like you know, like that's what you call black people. And it's just like so was ever the first black person Suarez had seen since he's been in England. Like what the fuck? Like how is that a defense? Mm. Just yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it sucks. Racism in football—it's a real. I mean, it's. I'm glad that it's getting like um, it, it's there's more of a spotlight being shone on it now because it is like, it's fucking stupid that it's still that it even exists. That it's a problem that needs addressing is like pathetic. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the whole like. I don't uh, the did, have we talked about the the England match being uh, stopped for the uh, the racist oh, chanting? No. Yeah, I, we I didn't remember, but, talk about that one. But yeah, the, Is it Bulgaria. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's um, always these like Slavic countries that have the biggest problem. Yeah, because Croatia had a big. Uh, they 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 had to play like a few matches behind closed doors, didn't they? Because mm. um, their fans was it Croatia or Slovakia? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> one one of them. I'd have to check. One um, of them. Um, but yeah, I think it might have been Croatia. And then it, yeah, and then it's like it's, yeah, you got these other incidences of you know just Premier League matches where players are getting racially, but it's so fucking like, I just, like it, I don't know, man. It's like just if if that's really what you think about like black players or foreign players, like go find something else to do. Like you're not a football fan. Like like you like you're going to find it very difficult to get on with watching football. Like mm. it's truly an international sport, probably the most international sport. Like it's you'll you, you're going to have a real hard time getting on with it if you've got that much of a problem with people of that have different skin colors than you. So mm. I don't know, just become a gamer or something. They love racists. <laughs> like just yeah. Start a Twitch stream or something. That you know they get away with it with saying the N word all the time. Um, yeah. Anyway, was there anything else we need to, to catch up in terms of? Uh, well, I don't know if you news? wanted. To, well, no, I think that's most of it covered. I was going to just talk about England, but now it's up. Yeah, well, we got uh, we got to touch on that, I suppose, haven't we? Um, yeah, well, we qualified and qualified. Yeah, but we had that one game against the Czech Republic, which was kind of shit, and it kind of just like. Couldn't even like play against Czech Republic, who I don't know how good they really are, but it was just like it was so embarrassing after a while. Just like I, I think, yeah, but that it annoyed me that everyone was so it that that seemed to that result seemed to unravel like all of the goodwill that like England had hmm. like that Gareth was, Southgate like, had kind of built up. Yeah, like even before the the game yesterday, or was it no on Friday on Thursday? Yeah, because he didn't play Mason Mount. Or, oh no, James Madison. He didn't play mm. James Madison uh, right in the starting team. He's like, the hashtag uh, Southgate out was trending. Oh my God. And it's like the, the, the most, I feel like the most common uh, criticism is that well, they, haven't, they, don't, they don't have to play anyone good. Like They don't have to play anyone good. And it's just like, I don't know, I feel like people have got very short memories because it's like, you know, like we've so often, like within the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, England have played teams that aren't very good and still lost. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we've played teams that were crap and still we still lost. So it's like, 
the fact that we're now like comfortably beating teams seven uh, nil and four nil in qualifying matches for for major tournaments is like I don't know that's encouraging. We've got a lot of good young players now, and it's I think mm-hmm. Gareth Southgate kind of I, I can't believe I'm having to fight for to <laughs> to like give Sarath Gauth Sarath Gauthgate Sarath I'm on my second beer, folks. Can check. It's a Foster's. You know what the fuck it is. Um, yeah, I'm having to, you know, having to argue that people should be giving uh, Gareth Southgate more credit. Like, it just seems like we've come so far from just how bad, like, going out of fucking <clears throat> Euro 2016 to to Iceland. Hmm. I mean, I, I, was, I was there in the pub, and it was just like... I just remember people getting so angry. Like, there was a guy that punched a wall. Like, it was like everyone just in the beer garden ranting and raving, yeah. saying they don't deserve to wear the shirt. And it was like, you know, like, yeah. as we've discussed before, football fans are pretty, like, over dramatic and it's all kind of, you know, it's a lot of emotional reaction and, and whatever. Mm. But it's like, I couldn't entirely disagree with them because it was crap. Like, it was like for the, the quality of opposition and the quality of the supposed quality of the team we had. Um, yeah, it should have been, it should have been textbook. It should have been comfortable, but for such a long time, that that's, that was the story with England for such a long time in its recent history that now we're actually comfortably winning against these sides mm. and England fans are still not happy. It, I, I don't know, man. I, it's just, that's just how it's going to be. I guess that's just how it has to be. It's just yeah. a very British thing. Kind of just like Arsenal, England fans. Very a little uh, bit, yeah. A little bit entitled. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think there there is a special type of entitlement with England fans, and that's sort of why you hear about all these stories about like England fans getting in fights and stuff when they when they go abroad. I don't think um, England fans should be really out abroad. It yeah. Every time this happens, it is yeah. They take over. Yeah. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it, it's embarrassing, man. Like it's. Yeah, it's just and it's, it's gonna be like over the eight, nothing. Like, it's going to be like just, the '80s where we got banned from um, European football tournaments or whatever. Yeah, Club it's like football. exactly. It's like that's the excuse me, that's the stereotype, isn't it? Like that's like the you know that sort of 1980s style hooliganism is like that's what all Americans think football is or soccer it like is in the UK, and it's like I feel like. We came so close to just shaking that off, uh, and now it's just—I uh, yeah, I don't know—we're just right back where we started in terms of like, just yeah, just big groups of drunk lads, you know, lads that are still drunk from the night before, um, just smashing up cafes or whatever <laughs> before the match has even been played. Like it's yeah, but, uh, but yeah, well done, New England on qualifying, yeah, uh, for Euro twenty twenty. Um, yeah, like I said, good job. Yeah, Southgate, and there's a lot of good players in that team. Defensively, yes, work needs to be done, but, I mean, when doesn't it? Um, but, I mean, yeah, going forward, there's a lot of very exciting talent there. and um, we got good left-back and right-back for a change. Mm. Got rid of Danny Rose and Definitely, yeah. Trippier. Yeah, we don't have to wait for Danny Rose to get good again anymore. <laughs> I feel like there was just a long period of a, like a couple of years at least where everyone was just sort of like, oh, he just needs to, just needs to play more. He needs to get back into himself, and you know, he needs to find some form again. 
and now we we don't we're not having to depend on that, which is nice. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, Kieran Trip. I, I don't know what's happened with Kieran Trip. Yeah, like, he was at Atletico Madrid right now. Yeah, I don't know how good he's been over there. So, but uh, I would personally but he had prefer such a good World Cup, didn't he? Yeah, he was probably probably my player of the tournament for England mm. in that World Cup. I thought he did so well. And then it's just I don't know. Yeah, uh, Alexander Arnold has just been a big breakthrough, and mm. um, which is good. Um, which is good because to start off with, when he, I think, feel like when he first started playing for England, he didn't look. He looked mm. kind of nervous, and he didn't seem. He didn't seem entirely comfortable. But yeah, if he's found his feet in the same way that he plays for Liverpool for England, then fucking a. Mm. That'd yeah. be great. And yeah, it's good to have. Uh, we mentioned him earlier, but yeah, it's good to have the Ox just, back. Yes, it's just we need a good midfield. Like, if we're going to have a midfield free, like, I think Oxlade-Chamberlain, maybe, I don't know, someone like Mount or Madison just trying to be more the creative type. Yeah. And then you have Declan Rice just sitting in front, as long as he's not Eric Dyer. Yeah. Lying on it. Declan Rice is a bit better. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think we need, we definitely need, a, like, a leader for that. Back four, or like for that that defense, like mm. the the kind of needs to be more. I don't know. They look a bit lost at times. That's what I wonder. Like they'll get there. I think. Did he? Is Carl Walker retired from England? As as he? I don't or is think this so. Gareth Southgate just not going to pick him anymore because he's more an older player. And I think he was he on the bench um, for these matches. Thing, I can't I remember. I, I I don't think he's retired, um, but yeah, I mean, when he's got other, because it, is it Chilwell that plays? Yeah, Chilwell and yeah, Maguire, Stones, yeah, Arnold, that, I that would be the back line I would probably go with. On paper, yeah, that is that sort of the yeah the obvious choice. It's just again, it's very it's a very young defense. You kind of you need at least one of them to kind of be. Maybe it's Jordan Pickford. I don't know. Maybe you know. Mm. Maybe he turns out to be because he does. He does love to shout, doesn't he? He's always yeah. He's always yelling. Um. So yeah, maybe it's yeah. But yeah, they they kind of need they need someone to lead from the back a little more. I think. Um. Because this, you know, the whole thing of trying to pass out from the back and whatever they still look. Yeah, there, there are times where I'm like, ah, you pass about a goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they kind of they they need someone to kind of. Tell them when to do that and when not to do that. It feels like because they're a bit lost. Part of why we when we come we came up against Netherlands and that was how we came undone. Yeah, we inexplicably lost because yeah, yeah that was that was depressing. It was like yeah, (laughs) an otherwise an otherwise good performance undone by just just moments of insanity. Deciding to play back to the keeper. Uh, But yeah, that's. Was there anything else uh, football related that we got to uh, we got to talk about or that we need to catch up on? No, I think it's all pretty much covered since last time. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so yeah, that was that was Arsenal news and a, a bit of everything else, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's been like it's been like a month, isn't it? Since yeah, we at least two, this. one month and a half, two months or something. Yeah, yeah, been been a while. Oh um, no! <laughs> Not that band. Oh god. He's. I. We. I think we talked about it before, but yeah, that the 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 mm. guy from Stained is like a. He's like a Trump guy. He's oh, like a country singer now. Is he? Oh, um, great. Yeah, he's got like. 
Oh, was he's got something like tattooed like under his chin, like a neck tattoo right under his chin, and you can't you can't see it unless he like lifts his head up. It's like don't tread on me or something. Like it's some some kind of you know right wing fucking civil war bullshit. So that libertarian stuff. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's what. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it, it, that's a lot of a lot of those kind of sort of sad uh, 90s and early 2000s um, rock band guys and now kind of... If they were into pot in the 90s, they're going to become libertarians. I think, yeah. Although, well, yeah, or, or worse. I mean, you look at, like, Billy Corgan and he's, like, a full-blown fucking... Just Joe Rogan kind of conspiracy, weird shit. It, well, it, it, Alex Jones-level conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, he's literally been on InfoWars. Like, mm. he is, uh, yeah... Yeah, he's like a fucking, and it's like, I don't know. It's, it's everything great I've, how everything from my youth is being, where they are now, it's all just so sad and. Yeah, I mean everything <laughs> yeah, I've read about. I wasn't about... even into the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> that much, really, when I was younger. I was like, yeah, remembered them from The Simpsons. <laughs> it is. It's a bit. I mean, it's, it's sort of the like the Morrissey effect, where it's mm. like it kind of taints the music a little bit, or well, a lot bit. Um, yeah, I mean, everything I've read about Kurt Cobain, I feel like he probably would have gone the same way. He seemed like kind of a kind of an asshole. Mm. Um, it's not that hard to imagine that he'd sort of end up becoming like a weird, weird Republican, libertarian, mm. right wing guy. And Dave Grohl seems to be the only one who's. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. I haven't been keeping up, but he seems like he's doing all right. Yeah, I think he. I mean, he's, he's, the Foo Fighters now have just kind of become like a. They're just like an arena rock band, aren't mm. they? They're sort of like they're like the Eagles or whatever. So it's like they're corny, and he's very corny. But I guess that's better than <laughs> that's better than the alternative of, mm. like we said, you know, him being like a a weird uh, fucking you know chemtrails uh, libertarian guy. I guess mm. I don't know. I don't know. It was one of those things that libertarianism where it was. That people like Penn and Teller, I remember they were they were these big advocates of libertarianism. It's and it was a very it was a thing in the sort of mid late nineties was being advocated around even like dare I say like George Carlin kind of had a slight yeah libertarian sort oh, of big time yeah bent to everything yeah so the but government was shouldn't weird. be involved in it was anything. weird how he went on Keith Olbermann his show and he was saying hey this is this is a great show I don't know whether he just had to say that. Because he was on the show. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, in your stand-up, you would say things and then go on Keith Olbermann's show and be like, yeah, this is great, great, great show. Uh, <laughs> probably... Yeah, that is know. weird. Um, yeah, I, it, it is, it's weird how, like, libertarian and libertarianism has kind of become shorthand for something else mm. in the last... Not even within the last 10 years. I feel like within the last five or six years because it's like I remember like that like one of the big like even in like like something like Parks and Rec like Parks and Recreation the 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 TV show the Ron Swanson character is is literally introduced as as a libertarian like his like his whole thing is that he's you know he hates the government and feels like they shouldn't be involved in whatever Mm. uh well in in anything and uh 
Yeah, I feel like now if you had a TV show where you introduced one of the main characters as, you know, being a libertarian, it would mean something very different. Because, like, Ron Swanson ends up becoming kind of one of the, you know, it ends up being kind of like one of the most progressive characters in the whole show. Um, uh, which, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. You want to show like Brooklyn Nine-Nine where he wants to be a cop. Who doesn't want yeah. to be a cop? Yeah, exactly. He can be cool and <laughs> snarky and still be a cop. It'd be like, yeah. It'd be kind of like, yeah, if, if in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, Boyle turned out to be a libertarian, like, that would be like, yeah. It'd just be kind of like, oh, it kind of makes it hard to like this character now. And also, I've been I've been rewatching Breaking Bad um, after because uh, El Camino came out um, a few weeks ago, the uh, the Netflix movie that kind of follows the Jesse Pinkman character immediately after the end of of the show. So I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, and um, it, yeah, the uh, there's a character in that. Uh, the have you I, you haven't watched Breaking Bad, have you? No, no. There's a there's a character in that who. Um, says like I'm a libertarian like, again mm. this, you know this is from like an episode from like I don't know must be 2011 or 2012 and he's like yeah I'm a libertarian you know like um, I'm up for letting anyone do whatever they want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody and it's just like, again it's like I feel like you're, you're writing that now you use a different word other than libertarian because now it's sort of like libertarian kind of now just sort of means like a guy that's just very online who's almost way like too concerned with the age of consent bordering on kind of nihilism and perversion yeah it, yeah exactly yeah it's like hentai should be allowed in schools also i don't think the government as long as it's not the government uh you know yeah bulldozing my house as long as it's like mcdonald's yeah exactly well, yeah absolutely yeah exactly yeah if disney want to bulldoze my house to make room for more servers for the disney plus service then i what it'll be un-american to stand in their way it's against the constitution it's against the damn constitution and it, yeah that's like, uh, i don't think you should even be allowed if you're gonna libertarian you can't can you really use the constitution as it's, an yeah it's it's very weird to cite the constitution uh, and also be, insist that the government has no right to tell you what you'd to have, do. You'd have to basically be like David Koresh. Did you know yeah. the, the Waco guy? Just, yeah. just, you just set up your own um, compound with people. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and then wait for the government to kill yeah. them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's, that's one aspect. Yeah, but yeah. More on the kind of very religious aspect, but not of libertarians. I don't know, they don't tend to be very religious. I've I've seen a lot of them just say they're atheists and Yeah, I think that that's a very common thing among uh, among self proclaimed libertarians. It's yeah, it is kind of a very much a um uh but the weed sp- the weed unlocks the yeah, third eye man. Spaghetti monster. Um yeah. I I worship a flying spaghetti monster. Ha 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 ha. Isn't that funny? Atheist Republic is my favourite. Well, I have many favorite accounts that I don't follow, but <laughs> I keep I like to keep yeah. tabs on. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, what were we talking about? I don't know. We were just talking about like <laughs> libertarians. We got off. I was going to go put the fire up a bit. Just I don't know. It's cold in here, man. It's, yeah, that's, it's... I was going to put the fire up a bit just to. Oh, I you said put it off. No, no, yeah. I want to go put it off. No, I think, yeah, yeah. I'll fill while you uh, right. turn it up. Duh. 
not going to cut any of this. It's all going to stay. Yo, you better not. This is what's yeah, it's going to win us our first potty award. If that's a thing. Do they have podcast awards? I don't know. The potty, the potties. It's probably what they're called. Potty sounds like uh, some sort of slang for like the police or something. Yeah. Like a, like it's an Irish. Potties me. Like I'm always like, I follow like the the Irish uh, Irish Simpsons fans account on Twitter that posts like you know a lot of a lot of that's a that's a recommend uh, by the way recommendation by the way everyone should follow the uh, Irish Simpsons fans uh, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever because it's very very funny um, but every now and then they'll post something with like some like very specific Irish slang and I'll be like oh I don't I don't know what that is and so it's like yeah it'll be, be something like something like potties and it's just like oh. I feel I feel left out now. Hmm. Thought this account was my friend. It posts all the funny pictures, and uh, I don't know what they're talking about. All okay. right, fire is up. Ah, because the sun is, is the sun is uh, sort of slowly coming in, isn't it? So it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting it's going to get chillier. We've got another another month till the uh, what's it called the equinox, whatever it's called. Whatever. Yeah, shortest day of the year. Yeah. Got about, uh, I guess, is that the 21st of uh, yeah. December? Yeah, so it's about a month away. Um, I think actually, as of as of the release of this episode, it would to be, uh, be exactly a month away, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, so something to look forward to. Our uh, Equinox special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, so be our, just be our shortest episode. It'd be like two minutes long. Be, yeah. <laughs> just be like Emery out, and that's it. Good, uh, even, good evening. Good evening. <laughs> that's that's going to be his legacy. His, like even yeah. the players are apparently making fun of him for that. <laughs> like Hector Bellerin, I think, sne- snuck it in in some. <laughs> it's it's kind of endearing. I like the, I I like the way he sort of talks weird. Like you know the way he always talks about the first half. Like he overpronounces the yeah. L in half. So he talks about the the first half and the second half. Um, <laughs> this evening. Like it's just yeah, and the way he kind of looks like a weird vampire as well. Like his hair's always like slicked yeah. back, and his teeth are all fucked up. It's uh, yeah. Oh, I'll miss him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now we make him sound such a character now. Mm. <laughs> like nothing against you personally. I just don't think you're really suited to the <laughs> yeah to the club. I don't think you're you're kind of. It kind of feels like he's kind him. of like a Spanish David Moyes in he's, a way. A little bit, yeah. He's just sort of. Hedging his bets a little bit, it feels like it, it just sort of, I don't know, just picking players and formations seemingly at random hmm. and then changing them at half time. Going to sign Fellini in January. Oh, yeah, great. He's an op- He's an option. He gives you. He gives you that option. No, we haven't, we haven't talked about our favourite guy, Mark Goldbridge. Lately. That's true. We got. <laughs> I would. I was going to talk about during, when we were talking about the international stuff um, because. He he's that very specific type of uh, football fan that like it it like football really does just live and die with Man United for him. Um, truly, no interest in the internationals whatsoever. No, he doesn't. He didn't post anything during any of the England matches. In fact, he was like, "I can't wait till we get over till we get through these." Uh, 
pointless England matches, then we can get back to real football. And it's, again, these are qualifiers. Like these are <laughs> these the, these matches do have a purpose. Like they determine mm. whether or not we qualify for a major competition. Like one of two major competitions, it's possible for us to qualify for. Um, but he's still like, no, it's not real football. It's a waste of time. Uh, football again. Football lives and dies with Man United for him. That's the yeah. only football he's interested in. Um, he's gone into playing uh, modern warf the new modern warfare game. Of course he has, and he's crap at that as well. It's Obviously, funny. yeah. I that is the least surprising thing ever that he's gotten into playing modern warfare because that is like again just super Alan Partridge type vibes from him. Like it's just yeah, millennial Partridge all day long. Wish I could get that in kind of engagement he gets. I'm very. Uh... You just you you're not smart enough. No, you gotta you gotta engage your brain more. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Gotta, I'm yeah. like I try so hard. You'll never be as smart as Goldbridge, just face it. It's not it's not gonna happen. I knew I should have like pretended to be like a fake United fan or a fake like libertarian pro Trump account or something. Yeah. <laughs> nah. That marketplace is kind of flooded <laughs> and it's like way too easy to take out of context. Um but yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, very very mad that England have to play matches, um, so that stops, you know, important fixtures like United away to Sheffield United, um, which is their next match. Come on, so, Sheffield! Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, well, they're, I mean, well, they're at home. I mean, they get a draw. They probably now. will. We'll get, they they probably will win. It's yeah, yeah. I don't know. This yeah. is why we're Arsenal fans because we are. Like that that protagonist in a film that just keeps fucking up, but you keep rooting for. Yeah, anti-heroes. Yeah, yeah. we're uh, we're very much uh, we're we're exactly like Don Draper. We're <laughs> we're exactly like uh, yeah uh, uh, Don Draper as played by John Hamm in in Mad Men. We're exactly the same in pretty much every aspect. You know, um, yeah. I mean, we even had. Manager looked like Mr. Bean. They all made jokes about him. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves Mr. Bean. Very the, as as Wayne Coin, uh, not Wayne Coin, the Wayne Wayne Rooney, yeah, the, the footballing Wayne. Mr. Bean, funny. Yeah, he, great, great tweet. <laughs> pointed out. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> it's like yeah, he would have been in his mid twenties when he tweeted that. That's just that's amazing. He just. <laughs> Like he just sat there. It's just no. I always imagine when people tweet like nothing capitalized in the tweet either. It's just it's he just, just sat Mr. there Bean going funny, Mister Bean funny. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Again, not wrong, but uh, wow, Wayne Wayne Rooney, R.I.P. Um. I had a great tweet from Zlatan the other day. Probably the most humble guy in football, as I said. Oh, yeah. He... I gave you... You wanted Zlatan, I gave you Zlatan. Now go play baseball. It's like, great guy. Yeah, that was his message to America um, as, he, as, a, as he departs the MLS. I don't know who made that picture of him, like, standing on... With his arms out, looking over Los Angeles. Yeah. Like... What a fucker. Yeah. What an absolute... If he came, fucker. I always just think if he comes back to Man United, that'd be like, oh, epic memes, such banter. That would be. Has he ever gone back anywhere though? I don't. Um, I no. Feel, I feel he's, like he's sort of a bridge burner in that he'll just 
you he's know. gone pretty much everywhere. Yeah, Juventus, Inter, AC Milan, Barcelona. He hasn't played for Real Madrid. That's weird. I would have thought. I would have thought he. Yeah, I would have thought he would have. But uh, yeah, he just. But he seems like one of those guys that. Yeah, he'll, the second he leaves wherever he's at to go to the next club, he immediately starts slagging off the previous club he was at. Um, mm. You know, because he's leaving. You know, they're obviously not good enough for Zlatan. So. It's but this, but this time it'll be different. This club I'm going to next is the, this is the one. This is what I'm going to stay at. I think he uh, was on. Uh, I don't know which chat show it was. It might have been on either Stephen Colbert or Corden, James Corden. I don't remember, but he was he sat there and he's like, "Yeah, I, uh, I just I just won the league with Man United." Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That's uh, yeah, a weird thing to lie about. Just something that's very insanely easy to debunk. <laughs> Um. Yeah, man, fuck that guy. Um, should we talk about some cultural appropriation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the the bit of the show where we uh, talk about stuff other than football that we like. Um, you know, telly, films, music, art, uh, opera. Big opera heads. We love opera. Um. I might have made that joke before, but uh, don't tell me if I have. Um, in fact, just don't talk to me. If you see me on the street, fuck off. Yeah, just don't talk to me. Please don't talk to us. I'll probably walk in my dog, so don't. Yeah. We're, look, we're busy, all right? Just leave us alone. I'm um, trying to pick up my dog's poop. I mean, it's kind yeah. of gross, but I yeah. someone has to do it. Yeah. Calm down, all right? Yeah. Just back off. All right. But yeah, this is where we talk about things we like. Uh, so, um, it's been... Uh, it's been... Uh, a few weeks um, so you would have assumed that we've got lots to talk about however <laughs> Lawrence well, I've been very distracted and busy and stuff and things and birthdays oh, I had a birthday yeah oh, that's, birthday. yeah that's last a point week. yeah Lawrence uh, yeah. turned uh-huh. uh, and we had uh, yeah we had a, we had a little uh, Boner League uh, party with that with some other members of the uh, the Boner League come out yeah shouts out to them we had a little dance on the dance floor, a little boogie. And I think I think those girls were quite impressed. I'm not sure. I, I think they they were wet through I think, whatever they were wearing. I yeah. think I think I you know I, I I thought I thought can I I, I thought I was going to try and ask ask for a dance, but I don't know. I was going to try and do the, the wet we got that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. In this day and age, you don't want to get. In trouble I feel like that's never worked. Ah, oh, uh, shame. So it, it's yeah yeah. It's un- it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah. The lasso, I was folks can't hit C. Unfortunately, it's a it's a great. I was doing a lasso, great space work that Lawrence lasso, is doing. Lasso yeah. uh, miming of a lasso, and you'd pull the rope back. Yeah, like you do on a dance floor. But it, I I didn't do that. But yeah, it was just you know my like people on TV do on dance floors, but yeah. no one's ever done in real life. Nothing uh, ever works on TV and films in real life. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> I went up to one girl, I started singing Van Morrison's Have I Told You Later Than I Love. Yeah. And never, no, anyway, um, not really. Um, Don't even get me started on showing up outside people's houses with boomboxes. That shit never works. Like, I watched Love Actually and I thought, that's a great idea. I'll run through airport security to tell her I love her. Yeah. That's uh, a girl I've never met, I, you know, but. Oh, people love that film. But you gotta go with your instincts. People, people love. If it feels right, do it. <laughs> I'm gonna take a shit in uh, the yeah in the lobby. I'm gonna, yeah, make everybody watch. Um, 
Yeah, I uh, people love that film, and uh, man, I just can't, I can't get on board. It, yeah, like, it's, it's weird to watch. Hard it, to watch. Weird to watch it in high school because it was Christmas time, so the teachers couldn't be bothered, so they put on um, mm. uh, Love Actually, and it's like there's the bit where the girl, the lady from um, Gavin and Stacey, mm. and Martin Freeman, she's got her boobs out. It's kind of. It's kind of like, oh, 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 breasts. Uh, and I'm, in, I'm in school and there's breasts. Oh, 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 oh. Titties on the telly. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, everyone's got a boner everyone's now. Everyone's got a boner now. But yeah, uh, there. So yeah, that's your recommendation, love, yeah. actually. What I'm going to recommend this week gives me an excuse to talk about um, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. The, the man, this, I haven't even seen it, but screw it, who cares? Uh, the Mandalorian... The new series that they've started on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, so it's exclusive only to Disney like Plus. Five people are going to watch it and spoil it for the rest of us. Yeah, but yeah, it looks really cool. It's about a guy who looks like Boba Fett, but it's not Boba Fett. And it's isn't it? He's played by the guy from Game of Thrones. Is that right? I can't remember. Or am I conflating wrong. two other I things? Don't, I, don't. I feel like we we'll talk about this in our next episode. I think I think we because we'll. It's 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 about time we had a Star Wars special. Yeah, um, it's kind of yeah. like for me personally how I want some more of in Star Wars a bit more kind of the uglier, grittier, more Western. You're more of a Rogue One fan. Yeah, than, I, I uh, am actually. I kind of like. I think, yeah, I kind of like Rogue One a bit. I mean, I like not, Rogue One a lot. I yeah. I think I probably enjoyed it more than any of the other. Yeah. of this current batch I mean I've, I've liked all of them in different ways but uh, yeah I I've, yeah, I, I think Rogue One is the best of the uh, this this new uh, crop of Star Wars films so yeah if, if The Mandalorian is, is kind of more along those lines and of course you know it features my uh, close personal friend Taika Waititi um, as the voice of uh, a robot or something some, IG, some little... I thought it was IG-88 from Empire Strikes Back the robot no, I think it's... you see in the background but is it's a, IG-11. He's so. a different... It's yeah. completely different. Exactly. Actually, it's completely different robot. It's actually set uh, five years after the yeah. Return of the Jedi, so it's... Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, he's in Game of Thrones. Uh, Ped- Jose Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, yeah, he's the guy who uh, probably had the most unpleasant death in Game of Thrones, I would say. It, the His his character's death in Game of Thrones is... <laughs> I would say the the most disturbing act of like fictional violence I've ever seen in anything ever. Like the, the there's no horror film or um, video game or anything that that quite matches to just how horrific and upsetting uh, his character's death is in Game of Thrones. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he's a, a great actor. He's a good actor, and I, yeah, I look forward to. Uh, Seeing him in um, the Mandal Orion, uh, and uh, another thing that's come out is a Star Wars game called uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, yeah, so heard mixed things online about you, it. It looks alright to me. It kind of looks like a mix between sort of Uncharted because it's got a lot of uh, walk, uh, climbing and a lot of parkour, a lot of parkour shit in there, yeah. and uh, kind of Dark Souls in the sense you have these big bosses that you take on. And then as it sort of reminds me of uh, one of my favourite games, Star Wars games, Jedi Outcast. Yes. So kind of reminds me of that, all sort of a combination of those games. And yeah. um, looked all right. I mean, it's kind of got that Disney kind of schmaltziness because you've got a cute little wall robot that helps you. Yeah, although, I mean, there was sort of 
cutesy yeah. kind of schmaltzy crap in Star exactly Wars before. Like, it looks exactly like Wally. Just yeah. it has chicken legs, little chicken legs. But oh, that's, it helps that's you. Cute. It helps you on in your on those things. But I mean, that, that's that. Like I said, that has been a staple of Star Wars since the beginning, pretty yeah. much, isn't it? I mean, you know, the thing like the Ewoks and whatever, like it's mm. or the Jawas. It's yeah, it's always been that. It looks it looks really neat little game. I, I don't know. It looks so you're right. uh, you're recommending two things you've not actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm basing it solely on what I saw on YouTube, and I just wanted to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, buy it or don't buy it. Just whatever. This yeah. any excuse to talk about Star Wars because I think uh, just got a month now until the new film comes out. Yeah, your your uh, basically been your future wife yeah. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. I follow, yeah, I follow, I thought it was her on Instagram, but it was, it was a fan account. I was oh, very man. disappointed. I thought it was her. I was like, it's a fan no, account. You've got to look for the, the tick. you got to yeah. get that, that I verified forget, tick. I forget, you know, sorry. And, and uh, yeah, so they've been spreading, like, red her- red herring sort of plot leaks. Yeah. It's like, so no one knows what the real edit's going to be, but. That is, I, I I appreciate when uh, when people do that. That is always very funny to me because, like, the internet has sort of just meant that like people with fan theory, like that's my theory about why the ending of Game of Thrones was so uh, poorly received is that like it meant basically the ending of I'm not going to spoil it, but like the ending of Game of Thrones um, basically meant it basically negated the majority of everyone's theories about what was going to happen. Like all the people had spent you know, however long it was, seven or eight years building up these these fan theories, and it turned out that, like, basically none of them were mm. correct. Um, and I think that is what made people more... That's what kind of, the you know, the majority of, like, the, you know, the Reddit people and all that were, were angry about. It's like, you know, that they were wrong. Then it, um, someone needs to go in and sort Reddit out. They're having too much of a say in It's things. too far gone. I think we just we just sort of sever it from the internet and let it free into the like that like that garbage island that's just trash just you know them and 4chan just put them on their own separate internet and you you can only get them through like what's it called tor, tor browsers tor browsers yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um you have to get your own virtual private network yeah uh for my recommendation i think i'll uh i recommend um uh, DJ Shadow has a new album out, um, which I, I listened to uh, this this weekend, just gone, and um, it's very good. It's very there's it's it's a double album. It's very eclectic. The first half of it is um, primarily instrumental, and there's some kind of cool, weird, pretty bleak um, tracks on that, and then the second half is. Uh, it's almost like the last Gorillaz album. It's, it's just pretty much an album just of like hip hop collaborations. Um, he's got lots of um, lots of great people who's collaborating on uh, on there. So you got like De La Soul, uh, Run the Jewels, Pusha T, um, Davey, Loyal Kana. Lots of uh, yeah, lots of uh, really great people on there. Um, it's, yeah, it's called Our Pathetic Age. It's uh, out now on Spotify and however else you listen to music. Um, like I said, it's, it's a double album, so it's a bit of a time commitment. But if you sort of break it in the two halves of the, uh, like I said, the sort of the the instrumental half and the rapping half, um, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. And I've never been, I haven't, I don't really know much DJ Shadow stuff. Uh, obviously, I know you know introducing is like that's the one that everyone everyone knows, and that's kind of the 
the high watermark, I guess, of, of his stuff. Um, but yeah, this album, like I said, it's got, it's kind of got, it's, it's had too many other artists on it that I loved from other things to uh, to not pay attention to. So yeah, Our Pathetic Age by uh, DJ Shadow. And uh, was that it? Is there anything else uh, to recommend? No, no, I just want to talk about Star Wars, you know. Yeah, like I do. All right. Well, like I said, I think we'll, we'll we'll nothing. No Bigfoot news. No, nothing really. Yeah, there was. Um, people keep asking me those. Oh, those monkeys on that David Attenborough documentary. Were they? Are they? Are they like the Yeti? Like, uh, no, probably not. Uh, okay. They're just they're just little snow monkeys. I mean, they're not. Oh. Wow, that's. I hate to disappoint kind everybody. Of a, kind of a, being kind of a gatekeeper there. That's, I am. I am the Anthony Fantano of Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a position. What a. <laughs> I I'm in charge what of title. what I'm in charge of what's cool and what's acceptable. <laughs> just yeah, just sort of comparing like clips of Bigfoot to other clips yeah. of Bigfoot that you I, liked more. I'm, that's what I should do. I should. <laughs> <laughs> I should watch Bigfoot videos and then say I give this a a solid to decent six. The uh, the, the squatch drop. The squatch drop. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay, that could be a funny or die video from like four years ago. Um, all right, so that's so that's Junior Funners for this week. Look us up on uh, on Facebook and on on Twitter with at Junior Funners. If you got any questions or comments. Uh, Email them to uh, juniorfunners at gmail dot com, where uh, we, you know, we check that account periodically. So uh, excuse us if we don't address it on the podcast right away. Although you know, if more people start sending us stuff, then we probably will check it more regularly. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, it's your fault, uh, listeners. It, it's your fault that we don't check it more often. Uh, other than that, it's, it's time to go. Bye.